You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Here on a Monday, I'm going to say it's the 20th of June. I could be wrong, I could be right. Um, back after, you know, like a, an emotional weekend of ups and downs and smiles and frowns and to and, and fro and coming and going. Joined, as always, by my good friend, confidant, and good friend. Eddie, how are you? I'm okay, mate. You've got a bruise on your eye. I've got a bruise on my eye. Um, we don't know where it's come from. We don't. We have theories. They're Friday night based. Yeah. They're Friday night based theories. I don't remember you bruising up on Friday night. But I'm bruised now. Yeah, you are. And were so- you bruised Saturday? I don't. I didn't do a whole lot of mirror work on Saturday. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not after a Friday like that. You don't want to look at yourself. I didn't. Yeah. I laid on the couch all day except for the tw- two times that I walked Tonka. I didn't. There was no mirror work. Just Uber Eats and fucking chill. Uber Eats, KFC to get me going. Yeah. Um, a pizza to put me to sleep, <laughs> and you know. Uh, a couple of really good movies in between. Shout out to Interceptor, one of the Shout great movies of the all time. One of the great movies all time. Um, um, right. So it was that sort of day. I'm so jealous of that. I was beyond horizontal. I was so fucking horizontal. You might have been folded back on yourself. Oh, almost folded back on myself. Like a wallet. I was in wallet mode, punters and dribblers. When that's when you fold it back literally on yourself. Yeah, you hyperextend. Uh, yeah. I had to get up twice to walk Tonka, and that was. One of the most difficult moments of my life. The one, the first one, when like I got up like, I don't know, maybe I got up at nine. Uh, and I had to walk him. But you had to. And I hadn't, I hadn't eaten either. Was, was really, really tough. Yeah, yeah. It like it took a, it took reminds a. Reminds me of. It took a great part of me. How I was woken up at like seven thirty, eight o'clock to my children. Same. No, I'm not. But I'm. This isn't about you and I. No, I know. It's, it's we're not, not comparing struggles. No, 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 we're not. Because my my struggle is my own, exactly. and it's contextualized to around you and your me. experience. And yeah, exactly. It's hard. One of the hardest moments of your life of my life yes. was getting up, walking the dog. Mm. It was horrific for me. Yes, <laughs> for you. Shout out to our stories of origin that got me through. I uh, saw so you were listening to that while you were walking, Tonka. Yeah, it was great. Good that was good. that part. I sometimes find if I'm really f- hung, I don't want anyone talking to me. I need some like maybe some tranquil music in my ear. No, I need to be. I need to be taken somewhere else, like distracted from the reality of yes. you. As in, like distract me, mm. distract me immediately, mm. distract me now, distract mm. me immediately, distract me mm. now, distract me immediately, mm. distract me now. Let me start just quickly before we go on. By the time you're hearing this, the fucking New South Wales 13 plus jumpers are probably gone, but. There may be some 2XLs. There may be some 2XLs left. But that's about it, punters, dribblers. Otherwise, they're gone. Thanks to everyone who copped them. Celebrating the greatest state of all, but also next year's uh, state elections. That's right. Celebrating next year's state elections. Looking for New South Wales to win 13-plus seats in Parliament. In Parliament. Now, Eddie, people might be going, why were you guys in such a state on Saturday? Like, what was that about? Well, let me tell you. We had the annual turtleneck long lunch on Friday, which is celebrating the winter solstice, which is the shortest day of the year, which I think we've had or it's coming up. 
I believe it's the 21st-ish. So tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Do no, you I thought it was in July. Oh, no, it is 21st of June tomorrow. There yeah, you go. Tomorrow. There you go. So yeah. that's what it's celebrating. Obviously, so obviously it's the weekend before the solstice. Yeah. That's typically how it works. Yep. Now, it was great. Shout out to our friends at... Uh, they flew down from Batuta just for it, which was very nice. Of it was. Errol um, and Clancy. Errol and Clancy and, and the a, team. And a, couple, and a couple other friends. Yep. Uh, we nipped down to the wharf, Tom. Kingsley's Steakhouse, is that what it's called? S- something in Steakhouse. It's a steakhouse. It I didn't Kingsley's. need a steak. Kingsley's. Okay. I didn't need a steak. You I got the, the octopus. Only one. Yeah. It, dude, it was great. It was great. But a bold choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You never usually see people rolling out the octopus at a lunch. I'll like, tell you why. Because I'd eaten brekkie. Mm. Because I you knew had steak I'd, for breakfast? No. I'd, I knew we were going to be having a, a drink. So I was like, I need to eat breakfast. Usually, you know, as you guys know, my health journey, intermittent faster. I won't eat most days before like five o'clock at night. Um, so I was like, I need to eat something. I had a light bacon and eggs for breakfast. And then by lunch, I was like, I, I can't put away a steak. I'll be asleep in my chair. Something a bit lighter, barbecued or grilled octopus, whatever the fuck it was. Mwah. And I was good to go. So I don't know what your steak was like, but... Steak was great. Steak was great. Pounded some mugs. Plenty of mugs pounded. Couple of Negronis. Couple Negronis, of mugs. Vody Sodes. Yeah, heaps wine. of Vody Sodes. I, lo- I don't mind a Vody Sode at a long lunch. It keeps you... Well, it's a freshener. It keeps you... Alert? Present. Not present's probably not the right word. It no, keeps you in the not. game. Mm. It keeps well, you, there's it a bit of hydration into it. keeps you alive. Yeah. Exactly. It's hydration and it's also good times. Well, so it's, a, was... it's, it's a nod to vodka and it's a nod to H2O, water. Yep. Yep. Combine the two with a bit of carbonation. Thanks for coming. I like to I like to nip in and out. So I'll go a margarita, maybe a Negroni, maybe another margarita. Okay, now it's now it's vodka soda time. Bang, have a vodka soda. Now I nip back out again. Now what time is it? Is it martini time? Is it Negroni time again? Is it margarita time again? Pop your head Do back I have in. a beer? Do I have a wine? Red, rosé, white. Who knows? The world's my oyster because I've had a vodka soda. Mm. That's what it allows you to do. Taste the fruits of the world. Yeah. Do you know who it was that bought that round of, I think they were vodka creaming sodas? Uh, that would have been you. That was not me. That was not me. <laughs> if I had to guess, I'd guess you. That was most no, certainly No, no, it was, it was definitely Zenon. Uh, was that when we were at the pub? Yeah, well, that was yeah, dude. The that was that was. Oh, I didn't get a creaming. Nah, soda. dude. You. What was he calling them? It was like a Kyogre Carver or some <laughs> was shit. Is that what it was? I don't remember. But He's I just remember Queens, seeing man. red. Sweet fizzy drinks come on the table. It was fucking rogue. Yeah. It was rogue, but I appreciated it. Uh, I appreciated that you know he was giving us a taste of his cultural heritage, and that was all good. <laughs> I didn't love it. I did finish it. Was it just creaming soda and vodka? Creaming soda is like. Remind me what creaming soda is. I assume it's just like it's the drink you buy, right? I haven't had creamy I soda in kind of like years. A, like a fizzy like a fizzy, fizzy ribena, red drink. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creamy soda. Yeah. It's, um, no, I'm sorry. Here you go. These ones. We've got to get that. We got the TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we haven't. Seen I was that. getting confused with a spider, which I believe was <laughs> creaming soda and ice cream. Well, I think no, I think it's lemonade. Is it not lemonade? A spider can be any soft drink mixed with any ice cream. So right. you can get your the classic... The creaming soda was... The spider of choice. I think it was like... That was like the OG spider. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It definitely was. No, it was. It was. 
Shout out to Creamy Soda. Shout out to Creamy Sodas. We went to the pub after that was right next to What's that called? Bells? Bells. Pub? Bells? Don't know. Very sort of just... It's a tasteful, tasteful It's a tasteful, venue. like, no frills, just what you need sort of a venue. Pool table, outdoor area, seating out the front, TVs, sport. Thanks for coming. I like that pub a lot. Yep. We've spent some time there. Well, we've spent a lot of time there over the years. And I've who got was a the real soft spot for it? Does anyone remember the business of the table that was next to us? Because we sort of made friends with them, and then they came in there. We are urban or some, something. Like oh, we met some people from the Star, dude. All this stuff is like me hearing. Yeah, there was a time. there was a that might have been part of it as well. But the one guy who was a Cowboys fan, who was with us, yes. And I can't remember your name, sir. But you, I can't even remember what he looks like. I can. He's in the video that Dave filmed that we put up on the gram of us watching one of the darkest moments in Australian sporting history. But he was there we'll for it that. as a Cowboys fan and he buried us. We'll come back to that. We'll circle back to that. Um, but a great night was had by all and a tough Saturday was had by you and I. And I'm assuming by all. Dave, we don't... Dave fucking was like out at the club with Ironside and shit. You went to clubbing? <laughs> yeah, Archie took me to clubbing. I don't know um, who Archie is, but... Um, new friend we met. But, oh, okay. But it, we were also with uh, Clancy of um, Batuta fame. Oh, right. right. You went clubbing? You guys, did Archie come after you guys had left? He must have come. He must right. have. Ironside right. also came after you guys had left. Yeah. Shout How out did, to where did, it, where did Ironside come from? I don't know, because I didn't even know. He, he just finds himself... He just pops up. Ironside, obviously a baggy green member, for those of you that don't know. He actually... We've still got the big poppy pipe layer trophy... Which he built for us it was the first like baggy green. Was he the first baggy green winner? I no, I don't think the first winner, as in like the first one after we had announced the first recipient after we had him. No, I don't think so. Interesting. I well, actually don't know who the first. No, recipient neither do I. I believe. I no. I think what happened was we got eleven, and then we handed out. Some that we thought needed to be handed out, and then it was like, and then after that, it was like earn them. So that's like your, your king. That was the original eleven, right? That's my memory of it. Um, keep those Ned Kelly masks coming. Yeah, we hear there's a few of there's a few in the works now. Sunday, because that was like Saturday was a write off. What did you do on Saturday? I we hung out with the fam, just. But how are you feeling? How I didn't, was morale? No, I, I didn't feel good. I didn't feel good, but I got through it, Eddie. And I just got through it by fucking bucking up. And you know, but how was morale? It was down, dude. Yeah. Morale was down. But if you're going to have a, a time, then you need to be able to deal with the next day. And it wasn't like, I think I got home like one. So it wasn't like a nightmare. But, you know, you've just got to go the big lift for everyone around you and be like the rock. You know, not Dwayne the Rock. I just mean like the Rock of the family. Everyone can like, climb on, come with me. I'm going to be up and up and about. A leader of sorts. A leader of like the a family. braveheart. Yeah, figure. braveheart. I was sort of braveheart <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, brave dad. And you get even to paint your face once in the yeah, yeah, and do brave dad. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Saturday was Saturday. I like. I I don't even really remember. What did? How did you sustain yourself? Because fuel's important. Yeah, We yeah, all know right. that. So, Steffi got me a bacon egg roll for breakfast, which was divine. Where from? Uh, from Biton Cafe in uh, Bellevue Hill. Biton. 
Yeah, and I had a bit on, right? <laughs> Do you go in there, you got a bit on? Yeah, well. <laughs> if you got a bit on, get a bit on. Um, but then I had to share that with Evie. So that was, I know, like, it's the, put it this way. Before I had Evie or Zoe or whoever, the idea of any motherfucker coming near my bacon and egg roll when I'm hungover was mm. like, oh, I'll snap you for that. Mm. Like, I'll put one on your chin for less than that. Coming after my bacon and egg roll when I'm dusty as fuck. Or when it's like, you know, your missus, I'm not hungry. And then they want a bit of your... Yeah, I know. I know. Get two. Get two. Get, yeah. Because I'll have half of it. I'll if, have if three you don't want it, I'll have it. it. But like, don't don't come for my shit. Don't come for it. But anyway. Not so when I'm, I've got a bit on. No. So I'm sitting there and Evie just going, ooh, can I have a bite? And I'm like, yep, of course. And I'm just completely fine with it. And it was just like, oh, this is different. This is a and this is me evolving as a person. Except it's only because you're a child. If it was Steph, I'd be furious. Well, you haven't evolved at all. No. It's just, it's horses for courses. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there are different rules. <laughs> there are. In life, there are different rules. There are different rules. Rules. Sorry, if you're my child. The sooner you figure that out, the, bigger, the better. You can eat my food. Yeah. But if you're That's not, right. then stay the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. Much like Tonka. You know what I mean? Don't go near Tonka when he's eating. You just, it's just like, you shouldn't go near any dog while they're eating. Least of all Tonka. No. He just, he's not a big share of food. It's just not who he is as a dog. It's not, it's not what gets him out of bed in the morning, as it were. No, he's not, he's not. He an doesn't al- get out of bed. He's not an altruistic pooch. He's <laughs> not, he's not getting up and, no. you know, going to soup kitchens and like helping out the homeless. No, no, no. And like. No, but he, like he'll. He's he'll, more inclined to eat a homeless person than but to he'll share give, a meal with a homeless he'll person. He'll give unaffectionate love. Unconditional right? love? Unconditional. Not unaffectionate. It's Monday. But yes, you are correct. Unconditional love. He will provide kisses, licks, hugs. Like, he can make you feel better. But when it comes to sharing food, it's a one-way street. As in, he expects you to share with him. Yes. But he won't share He won't share with you. It's a one-way sharing operation. I was wrestling him on Friday night. And he started, like, giving me some growls. And you're like, get away from him. And I was like, is he really? He wouldn't do it to me. But then when you was like, no, nah, I'd get away from him. I'm like... Well, it, it's just the, the tone of the growl, the growl changes. Yeah. Because he's got a throaty, playful growl. But then, like, I think it was going on started, a, little, a little long. And he's like... It started coming out. It's like, like, all right, bro, I need yeah, you yeah. to fuck off. I need you to fuck off now. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. I'm like, hey, Tonka, I need you to fuck off. But yeah, this yeah, was... Yeah. But you were like, we were, we were full to the brim. Yeah, we were. And, uh, you know... You're in a mood to wrestle, put it that way. Uh, me and Tonka wrestle. Does anyone else wrestle with him apart from me? And obviously I assume you. You wrestle a lot yeah. with him. You'd be like number one wrestler, yeah. I'd say. Because whenever he sees me, he knows what yeah. time it is and he comes <laughs> He He literally does probably only wrestle you. Yeah. And as soon as he comes in here, he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's this guy. I've seen him get you off the couch before. He'll just go up and just like start nudging. Yeah, he just like, nudges me. And, so, and I'm like, no, Tonka. He'll literally nudge him. No, He'll nudge him off the couch. This, this pooch has got... Tremendous persuasion skills. Yeah. He can persuade me off a couch. Oh yeah, and not through growling, but through like, come on, just fucking do it. And then he was persuade. He mate on fucking on Saturday when I was in hell, he was persuading chips out of my hand. <laughs> Again, he's I'm a talking child, about. Dude. I'm talking if about. Kid, I'm talking about potato. Ella. I'm talking about potato dipped in potato mm. punters and dribblers. That's what I'm talking about. Chips dipped into that potato and gravy that, yeah. that, that I know and love from KFC. But if that was Ella And he was you. getting them off me. Not all of them, sure. But he was getting 
he might have been getting 10% out of me. Now, but do you think it's fair to say that you might have called off the wedding? Were Ella there and asking for those chips? Like, it's not beyond the realms of possibility to say that. No, I don't think so. I think at the end of the day, Tom, I'm comfortable admitting that the wedding would be called off. <laughs> and I mean, that's just, it's, you know what, you've got to be honest. You've you so- got to set, you got to know where you stand, right? you gotta have, you got to stand for something. you got to stand for something. It's important to stand for something. Otherwise, you stand for nothing. Otherwise, you stand for literally nothing. And it's important in lifetime to try, at least try, and stand for something. Mm. Now, Sunday rolls around, Eddie, and I realise that I need to sort of like make some sort of changes to try and like shift up the energy in my mind, in my body, in my spirit, and in my soul. Well, I think it's... It, obviously, changes need to be made. I'd like to give some context to the punters and dribblers around maybe why some of that change is like now... Pressing. Yes. As of Sunday, as of yesterday, 13 weeks out from the marathon. 13. Is that really? Training in earnest, like our training block, mm. starts on Sunday. This Sunday. Right. The 12-week out Getting program that we've got. Right. Because of a couple of dear friends, mm. Lockie, Dan. That starts this, that starts this okay. Sunday. Okay, yeah. Just... Just letting that fucking hang in the air. Punters and dribblers, we will be organising a marathon team. We yep, will be... You can that'll be, Details will be out this week. Now... It's a this, it's a this week. That might have been the thing that we were talking about before. It's like, did we forget about something to put on the do it Well, board. I've just remembered. Remember it. Tobler Dave. I... With that in mind... Did you know it was 13 weeks? I didn't know that. <laughs> but with that in mind... It's not that long. No, it's not. It's not that long at all. And with that in mind, punters and dribblers... In 13 weeks, I have to run 42 kilometres. <laughs> well, you got to try. How many kilometres do you think I ran on Sunday? As a record, as a personal best for like the last two years. <laughs> 10 years. So no, not 10 years. I wouldn't have run any more than this. Didn't you say you were doing it? You I would, said you were yeah, doing yeah. it recently. I wouldn't have run any more than this. Right. And this is my best time. So I'm like, you know, yep. I'm improving. Yep. Seven kilometers. Seven and a half. Seven po- no, not even. Seven point two. Seven point two. Give yourself the extra two hundred meters. Oh, I'm giving them seven point two. So it's a lap and a bit because no, it's two laps. Uh Centennial shout out to Centennial Park for hosting me. Really appreciated it. Thank you, Centennial Park. It's a great p- way to like test yourself each time. I know what I'm doing. Steph's like, do you need to run at Centennial? I'm like, yes. Because I need to see improvement or at least know there isn't any. But there was. And I pushed the boat out. I've really been doing like fours and sixes. And then I went, Daddy, you need to start fucking taking this thing seriously. So seven is closer to 42 than six is. So I think that's a win. What wasn't necessarily a win was when I finished, I was like, I I knew the tree that I started at. So I'm like, all right, you've got like maybe 200 meters here. Just like push it to the fucking tree. Mm. As I get to the tree, I'm starting to feel like a bit unwell. And there's this chick that overtook me maybe like a kilometre before. And then just through the nature of the pacing, we were kind of just with each other for this whole time, which was fine. But, you know, sometimes you get a little bit close to someone and it just sort of fucks you because you're like, I'm not going quick enough to overtake them, but mm. I'm also not going slow enough for it to like for them to disappear. Mm. So we were doing this weird cat and mouse thing for like a kilometre maybe. And then with the final 200, I'm like, I'm just going to, 
burn this bitch and leave her in the dust. Yep. So I've pulled out and just gassed her. As I get to the tree, the tree of two laps fame, I basically just like uh, like collapse onto it and I just start booting. And there's like families, very busy Sunday morning at Centennial. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I think I'm done. Okay, I think, and it just wouldn't stop. Thankfully, more dry reaching than vomiting. I still vomited, but most of the, most of it was like, just the inference of vomit was on route. But what I did experience, and you know what? This is where I come to share, come to share with everyone. And I don't know exactly what this phenomena was, <laughs> but in the sort of guttural region of a man, I don't know the sort of, like there's obviously some like muscles in there. I don't know if there's things that correct, connect like directly to your testicles. Like some, like, you know, it's just some... But what's, what's, where's the gooch coming from? So you're like, you're saying as you're just vomiting... Just listen, just listen, just listen. As you're vomiting, you're like, yeah. you're tensing everything. Yep. And... How, how long did you vomit for? A minute. A minute. But not as in like, as in I was in the dry reaching overwhelm for about a minute. Give or take 10 seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Minutes a long time. I mean, I was not in a good spot. Right. I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm looking but for. But it's like, it's not, it's I'm not. I'm just looking for clarity around what happened. Well, so, but, but it's, it's not all like output in the whole minute. Thank you. Yeah. It's not like, I'm not, it's like, okay. And then. How many reloads do you reckon you had? Four, five. Okay. Just, I'm just getting the lay of the land. No, no, it's fine. And I appreciate the it. Details are important. Yeah. Yeah. Always. So as I'm doing it though, I'm getting a quite an intense cramp in my gooch slash testes region. And I, and I, I, so quite like ungracefully, I am throwing up whilst trying to like stop a cramp in my balls. And I'm just hyper aware of how not only do I already look like a complete fucking idiot throwing up at like 11 on a Sunday, mm. but I'm like, and you'll have to watch on YouTube. I'm standing up with this mic. Like, if you imagine me, where's my mic? Where's it? I'm like, I'm like, huh? <laughs> 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 now dude what the fuck i don't know has I'm, this for what's up who are you looking for uh 29 Is it shop, one? shop one yeah, nah. so you see on the door Shop there? one there. It says on the door. Thanks, mate. As in like, anyway. The sign... The sign's made no difference. <laughs> it's... It, look, punters and dribblers, we have had issues with people just walking into the studio just because they don't know where the fuck the door to, like, the uh, apartment complex which is. Which is fine. Which is cool, I get that. We thought that a sign on the door, which clearly states our address, as in, like, shop one, may deter someone looking for apartment 504... Mm. Away from our door. Doesn't. Uh, we are, uh, you know, 
probably an hour into Monday, Monday. morning shenanigans and it's made no difference at all. <laughs> Seemingly. And it's very obvious on the door. It's not like something you got to look for. We made it very plain and simple that if you're... We made it matter of fact. Yeah. This is shop one. Not apartment 504. Anyway. 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 So cramping in the gooch and the nuts whilst vomiting. Is this a new phenomenon for you? No, I've had it before when I booted, but it was just like... It wasn't something where I was like, oh, I've never experienced this feeling. Put it that way. Hopefully nothing medical, but... Do you think maybe just like your booting technique is off? You're putting too much strain on one part of your body to take Honestly, all the Honestly, dude, and you know what? Maybe, but I don't have much control of my technique when I'm in the throes of passion. So I'm just sort of like... I, you know? I don't know. Reach out, doctors. Um, yeah, I'd like to see what, if any, there is... <laughs> Well, a medical explanation for what's occurred. Yeah. Well, like they have ear, nose, and throat doctors. Do you think there's a boot, balls, and boot, balls, and doctor. butt doctor? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Listen, I'm happy to go and have a have a quack fondle. It's not really my <laughs> testes, to be honest. But so, what was cramping then? Like in the gooch region, just felt like a cramp in there. And then you have to like ah, stretch it out, and we're good. Look. It is what it is, it guys. It is what it is, punters and dribblers. <coughs> it is what it is. I don't know. If a doctor's got an explanation for things, reach out, let us know. But I don't have any explanation no. for it. No, and I mean, we won't. I mean, I'm not going to go looking for it. I think it's just a cramp. Mm. That's what it felt like. I think the worst part of it was how I appeared to the public generally. Could argue, well, you just recreated it on your podcast, which is even worse. Kids around, families around. Yeah, dude, it was one of it those. Was, it it was, was busy at Centennial. It was I ran after you. Very busy. I ran after you and it was busy. I tell you what. You know you're not elite as a runner when people move past you in one stride. Just like, like you, you hear them and then they're gone. Immediately. Yeah. Dude, I saw... Pe- I was getting- Some people move at such a pace. I was getting overtaken by fuckers in, like, skate shoes and shit. I'm like, <laughs> this guy clearly isn't running. Like, I've got proper running shoes on, and this guy's in skate shoes. I'm like, this guy's just rolled off the couch. He's had a night on the bongs. He's like, i got to turn things around. By turning the Etnies over, yeah. as it were. Yeah, exactly. Churning yeah. the Etnies Churning out, the Pounding etnies. the Etnies. Sometimes you got to churn the Etnies. Yeah. Churn those Etnies. So that was yesterday, Sunday. Yep. Tom, I've I've got a I've got a confession. Mm-hmm. We've got to come in here on 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 the show and bare our souls. Yep. I was caught in a situation last night that was that deteriorated quickly. I think it's fair to say mm-hmm. an alarming situation in which we found ourselves. I was sitting on the couch enjoying the fruits of. Sunday uh, Sunday evening by yourself. Mm-hmm. Elsa's in Melbourne, coming back with some friends. They've been down there for some wedding dress activities. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with a sale of New South Wales jumpers. It's going rather well. So I'd said to Elsa, listen, I can't pick you up. Not going to be possible. As we continue, sale's going well. No issues, mm. which is what you and I always look for. Yeah, We look for... Zero issues. Zero, and by zero, we mean none. <laughs> 502 gateways. And when I'd seen that there was no 502 gateways on our periphery, on our horizon, 
in our life, mm. in our current moment. Mm. I was like, we're looking okay here. <clears throat> she was still waiting for a bag. She's like, this place is fucking busy. I'm like, well, I'll come get you then. Jump in the car. I didn't realise, Tom, how fucking busy it was going to be. Oh. It was fucking busy. Really? As busy as I've ever seen it. Domestic Sunday night. Domestic Sunday night. Don't know what happened. Don't know what the go is. But fucking busy. Lining up to get into like the express car park took me like an hour and a half. So not that express. Remove the express car park. To get into the car park. I mean, if ever there was one of the most gross... uh, misrepresentations of what something was it was sunday night at the airport last night there was nothing express about it and getting across the lanes to get into your lane was a fucking shit show literally probably an hour and a half to get in so like i mean she almost would have been better just to like walk her bags home her steph ruby all three of them they would have been better off to walk back in get into the fucking like get into the get onto the train and leave but mm. i was balls deep by this point mm. i can't really leave this line that i'm in you're stuck you know, i'm stuck stuck meandering stuck just doing my best but i've got stories of origin on i'm going okay but the girls are frantic the girls are like this is fucking outrageous we've been waiting a long time For, tonka's with me as well i'd forgotten that i was picking up other people so i've got tonka too many too many people i've got fucking three or four suitcases i've got to pick up plus two like the thing about girls that you need to realise, punters and dribblers, is that they don't travel light. No. And when you've got three big suitcases and two small ones, plus a dog to get in the car, fucking... Three big suitcases plus two small ones. Plus two small... Plus a pooch. Did plus they... I mean, I'm assuming they did some <coughs> retail therapy down there. Like, they've they come reta- back with well, more than they left with? I, yes. Yeah. There's retail... And I think that they almost take a suitcase... In preparation. In preparation for retail therapy. Yeah, okay. Which is something that we've always never really fully understood. No, well, you and I tried to go shopping in Melbourne and we bought nothing. Well, we bought one thing. You bought a long sleeve shirt that you hated. No, no, I didn't mind the the shirt. Well, you didn't seem pumped about it when you bought it. It was a means to an end. I needed a shirt (laughs) because I didn't bring enough clothes. That's the (laughs) difference. So I pull in there. Girls are frantic. The dog's fucking anxious now because there's cunts everywhere and it's just intense. And I'm looking for fucking, I'm looking for somewhere to pull over the fucking vehicle. And there's just, it's just jammed in there. There is nowhere to pull over. Nowhere at all. So I see, oh, there's a fucking, there's a, uh, there was some like cars sort of like driving and going across this uh, disabled car park and then like going out. But there was a line going all the way around. So technically like you could say they were cutting in. Mm. But I was just like, oh, that's what the way that people are fucking flowing. That's the way this thing's flowing. So, and it's also a good spot for me to pull up get out because I was in the ute I'm in the fucking uh, the other the car wheeler. so I have to get out and like pack the car and organise and shit I'm like this is an opportunity for me I to get I was going to say if you're in the ute that wouldn't have been too much of an but issue but I wasn't no you weren't but I wasn't so I pull over we get out we're jamming shit in I'm trying to make it fit then Ella's like squeezing the back with Tonka blah 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 and then there's like cars flowing out in front of me so I'm like fuck it I'll just follow that not knowing the lay of the land in the car park right haven't been there long enough mm. there's a lay of the land clearly yep so I get out and I'm driving. And then as I'm like following this car out, there's a guy standing in front of my car. I'm like, what the fuck's good? This can't mm. do it. Like, oh, he mate, move. He's not saying anything. And I'm like, 
what's this guy doing? Yeah. Baby can't hear me. I'm like, oh, he move. He's like, nah, not moving. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's your problem? Then the girls start yelling at him, move, move, move. And then I try and go around him, right? I'm trying to like pull around him and shit. And he starts, keeps walking in front of the car, walking in front of the car. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like edging forward trying to go around this cunt. So Rudy gets out of the car and she's like, they're blowing up. And he's like, you fucking cut the line. And I'm like, I didn't even fucking know there was a line. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And yeah. now I'm on this thing and I'm like, I can't go backwards. And it's like, it's hectic now. Oh my and all God. these people are like yelling at us and shit. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Do you know, it's, you know, when you like, you get yourself in a situation with the, like a fight with the missus, we've talked about this before mm. and you don't know you're in one and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck. I'm, I'm in, in a fight now. one. Yeah. And because because I hadn't been in the car park long enough, I didn't really realise the way that the cars were going out. I just followed some others. I'm so like, it, were those cars cutting as well? Yes. Right. So you were just following them. I was following them, but and it like then made you cutting, but you weren't realising that. But then, you were so cutting. but I followed them because I'm like, there's a spot for me to pull over. Yeah, it was a disabled car park, but like there was nothing else, and mm. I had to get the fucking shit in the car. Dogs were getting out. Took what I could. Didn't seem exactly like people were pulling in there to get out and fucking stroll around either. Do you know what I mean? It was like take what you could. Mm-hmm. But this guy's taken full umbrage with me, like fucking cutting off. He could have made umbrage with the five or six or seven or eight other cars that did it before me. But anyway, umbrage was taken with me. And then Ella, uh, Ruby gets out and he's fucking barking at this cunt and they're fucking barking back. And then Ella's out the window fucking screaming and shit. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, I was having the most chilled Sunday night. I was so fucking rancho relaxo at home. Do you know, I'd almost press fucking order on like some fucking Chinese. It would have been so chilled. And now I find myself in like hell, as it were. How did you, how does this resolve? And so I'm like, this guy's not going to fucking let me move. Like, he's like, you fucking nearly run me over and shit. I didn't really run you up, like edging around you and shit. But also so, you're standing in front of the car, dude. Like, exactly, exactly. But he's fucking furious because he's seen me. He's like, I've been waiting two hours. I've been like, I've been waiting fucking an hour and a half to get into this fucking joint. <laughs> Anyway, a spot clears up behind me, so I reverse back out, and then we just, like, meander around. I'm like, that was the most intense fucking situation I've... And embarrassing that I may have ever been in. How long was it going for? Five minutes. But, like, Ella's, like, out, fucking move the car, and he's, fuck, everyone's barking and yelling and shit, and I'm like, this isn't what I signed up for. Because I hadn't been... I'd been so chilled in the car listening to my fucking podcast. That was Tonka. He was stressed. He was he was a bit he was a bit overwhelmed. Yes. So that's why I was like, bro, move the fucking car. I just want to like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. And he's like, nah. And so then it just got worse and worse. How? Anyway. What was this guy's? How old was he? Twenties. Twenties. Like, was it was it fisty cuff territory? Not on my behalf. No, but it could have been. Like, was it? Look, put it this way: another man, a different man, a man not named me, probably gets out and flogs him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Whether I'm in the right or All I'm the in wrong, the wrong, it's just that was. That's the just energy. like that's the energy that was in the right. room, right? And then <coughs> we get out of it, and I'm just like, that was. Now, did you take this man's park? Did you go around? No, and no, get no. no. He'd been no, 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 no. He didn't want us to leave before him because he'd been waiting longer. That's right. what it was. Okay, so he's already to leave. Because, like, you get in there, like, when you get into this car park, there is literally cars in front of you, cars on the right, cars parked on the left. Doesn't seem to, like... There's no order. The, um, the immediate lay of the land is not obvious. Right. At least it wasn't to me. And then I see these cars moving, so I'm like, well, that's me. I'll just follow them. Little did I know, there's actually a full-on line, yada, yada, yada. Did you say, like... He didn't care. Right. 
like energy was so hot and heavy in this fucking car park. I've never seen anything like it. People were fucking ropeable. <laughs> and they saw me trying to take the piss. Like I was I was taking what seemed to be an easy route as opposed to I'm going to fucking cut in front of some person waiting two hours. Yes, Do you know what I mean? Yes, but yes, then when yes, it yes. dawns on you, you're like, oh, I oh, was in the wrong. Oh, fuck. I actually am in the wrong. So it's here. a hard one to be like G and up. So about. I didn't yeah. G up at all. But yeah, the yeah, girls yeah. who've lived this nightmare are into it. And I'm like, this just isn't my style nor my energy. Like, get me the fuck out of here. And there's nowhere to go. So what's Ruby doing when she's out of there? She's like out of the car and they're like barking at each other and shit. And she's like, I don't know what they were saying, but they were having a go. It was all happening. Fuck it. Fuck it was wild. You might have had to have got out and thrown down <laughs> if he'd gone too serious. Moral of the story, punters and dribblers, there is a moral. Don't pick up your missus from the airport. And I said to her, I go, listen, darling, I know, you know that I love you. Know this. Know that I love you. And I always will. But there will, there will be no airport pickups anymore. <laughs> That's it. I'm just putting a line for it. You don't know what you're going to get out there. No, no, you no. You don't no. know what you're going to get. Like, it was so fucked on the way in. People were jumping out of the cars, like, basically on the highway and running to the airport. Because they're like, well, they're going to miss their flights. It was a fucking shit show. To get from, like, the KFC to the Maccas took, like, 20 minutes. Why? That's 100 metres difference. I don't know. Is it... Is, I don't know what it is. Like we, at the moment, it's like, like we worse, compla- right? Like we complained about Melbourne Airport, but I then I saw that, I'm like, bruh, this place is Well, fucked. Melbourne Airport's just a shithole. Ooh, that was just a poor choice of... Uh, a poor choice of fast food. Yeah, but the, generally, it's a shithole. You know what I mean? Like, I, no, I, and it's in fucking Tullamarine, which is in a paddock and shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying any of that. I'm merely no, saying. No, I am. I'm saying that no. you can do more to make your fucking airport a little less shit. All I'm saying is Sydney Airport, which I used to have on a pedestal, has now fallen off. Yeah, and I'm just trying to work out if that's from the chaos of, like, post-COVID world. I remember when they had, like, during the long weekend, there was, like, a, an Easter long weekend, I think. And it was bedlam at the airports. I wasn't there. This was like all on the radio. I'm sure Jim Wilson was beating his dick about it at some point. And they had someone on from where maybe it was like from the airport or something like, oh, well, you know, we're doing some upgrades and shit. And they're like, hey, dickheads, you had two fucking years of no travel to do upgrades. And then now you're saying, and I think Alan Joyce came out and was like, oh, people aren't used to fucking flying. It's like, Bruh, it's not that difficult. You drop your bags, you go through, and you fucking move on. Don't try and blame the customer. You fucking losers just haven't got your shit together. I don't think I don't think the place is set up properly. No. It doesn't feel set up pro- like right. Like there's there's roadworks and shit going on there. But I don't and there's like they seem to be building like an overpass of some description. I don't know what the fuck's going on out there, dude. But it's a fucking shit show. And it ruined my Sunday night. Ruined it. Uh, you know what, Matt? I reckon it would have been even worse slash hilarious if that guy was a dribbler. <laughs> Didn't seem to be. Who knows? He might be more forgiving, or maybe you'd fucking maybe you know the video would be on the P's and D's page already. Maybe, which would be nice. It would be. It would be. Imagine that. Imagine our weekend. If there's two videos on the P's and D's page after the Friday night one with Manly, and one of them is me fucking getting gooch cramps as I vomit in a park <laughs> while you're getting into a fight in a car park. Yeah, getting absolutely berated. <laughs> yep. It hasn't been our best weekend. It, well, can I, can I, I can safely say, Tom, that it hasn't. 
and it started on Friday night. Yeah. Not Friday day. No. Friday day was unbelievable. Fantastic But you could day. argue, Thomas, you could argue strongly, you could argue in the court of law that the weekend starts Friday evening. When's the Manly game? 6 p.m. Friday, officially the weekend, which yep. started off a cunt of a weekend. One of the great cunts of weekends. Now, so that's where we're at, punters. That's where we're at. Um, and we should probably just get into it. When we talk rugby league on the show, punters and dribblers, we do it on behalf of our dear and beloved and gorgeous friends at KO. Gorgeous. They are gorgeous. We love them. They love us. Surprise, surprise. But we love them. And we love them because they provide the opportunity to watch eight games of uninterrupted rugby league every single fucking week ad free during play. Mm. And if anything's going to get you horny, and if anything's going to get you feeling better about a shit weekend, it's KO. Now, that being said, the exclusive Friday night 6pm game that is on KO, you could argue ruined my weekend, or at least kicked <laughs> off the worst weekend. Now, <clears throat> thankfully, one of the small mercies, generally, of the entire, of this situation was that I was relatively intoxicated and forget a large part of the game. But I did force myself to watch some highlights, so I've, you know, I didn't really forget that much. I could, I remember, no, I remember, a, like, a lot of, I'll I remember a lot of it. I, I remember, remember it, but it's like, I don't remember. I remember the, Lachlan Croker. I don't remember the tide turning. No, I remember the tide turning. <laughs> I remember the turning of the tide was seven to go. I'll believe that. Oh, I know. I remember. 72 minutes, Reese Robson. <clears throat> you and I were in the throes of passion. Yeah. Well, because it was like, look at this. Look at this fucking rugby league side, the Manly Seagulls. Tom and I, the Tom and I, Cowboys. Tom and I, look at us. We're enjoying a nice game of pool, like getting so hot and heavy over Lachlan Croker and how he'd become, in front of our very eyes, the greatest hooker in the comp. We were tweeting about it. We're putting fucking Instagrams up. Like, life was so good. Manly 13 plus, suck our balls. Like Life was so good. Yep. Ruben fucking scoring, lipping up to Val. Just like, it was, it was hot. Like, life was beyond good. Yep. Beyond good. And I remember saying something, and look, maybe upon reflection, I need to take some ownership for what happened. Mm-hmm. I think I do. What? I turned to you and I said, they've got to score three times in seven minutes. Like, home and yeah, home. we got this in the bag. I early crowed us. Well, even, I remember saying it to you. I think even when Reese Robson scored, I remember going, obviously I'm not stoked that Reese went over, but I'm like, fuck it. With the game's done. Like, they still need to score two more times. We're good. Yeah, we, and we were good. We were good. We were so good. We were fine. Everything was good. Until it wasn't good. <laughs> Until it really wasn't good. And then it got worse. And even, even down to the final fucking try, I believe this is how it went. Now, forgive me if I'm wrong, but we kick off to the Cowboys after they score. Then they knock it on off the kickoff, and I'm like, suck a dick. We're on here. We're on. Then DCE knocks on and I'm like, oh, fuck. But, okay, he's knocked on. 
There's a few minutes to go, but like hopefully we just defend now. Like what the fuck's going on here? But no, then it just went knock on straight into Valentine Holmes' hands and he ran away and scored. There was some fucking awful defense. And I, again, I'm glad that I, you know, Will Smithed myself in Men in Black, so I don't remember how bad, but I know it was bad enough because we fucking lost. I have a distinct memory of Cherry Evans off the back of the scrum running it right and getting really lateral. But That's my memory. And then going to pass, knocked out of the hand, ball drops in front of him, Valentine Holmes picks it up mm. and puts the fucking afterburners on, yep. dude, and just goes. Yeah. And as one manly player after another, another fall off him, yep. and then Kieran Foran, unable to get there, Hammy's burning. That's then, when no, reality... No, no. Then, then Jason Saab of Fastest Man Alive, cover defence going, here we go, like made up the ground easy as piss on Val and then goes in to tackle him and just flies off him. Just flies off him. Flies and I'm not blaming Jace specifically. I'm blaming all of them. And I can safely say in that moment, when the weight of the world hits you, it was comfortably worse than Sunday night balls deep in that car park. Oh no! Do you know dude, what I mean? Yeah, no, it was like, the worst. That was that no. was the worst experience of my weekend. That was the worst right part there of the weekend because I knew how close we'd come to knocking off a top four side and being able to give the fucking bird to everyone. We're still undefeated at Brookvale. We're not flat track bullies. Fuck the lot of you. Manly's coming. Manly's going to win the comm. Look how fucking hot we are. And then for that to happen mm. in front of my very eyes, Tom, After a really fun day. After a fucking fun day. I'm like, what have we done to deserve this? Yeah. What have we done? I, that's why, like, that's and, when you like, oh, we are cursed, dude. Yeah. And if you see the video uh, on the IG of, of our, like, us experiencing that moment... Like, it literally took my ability to stand away from me and you. We just collapsed to the floor. Like, that was, you know, you could see that there was nothing planned about that. That was just two men collapsing <laughs> in unison. You don't plan a collapse. No. You don't, how, what, what, I'm going to pre-plan, oh, if Valentine Holmes goes yeah. down the fucking wind here in the last, in the last fucking last minute, minute, we lose collapse. a collapse. No, I don't think so. That was just two men broken. Like, yeah. Someone needs that. That's, that's, that's your spirit leaving your body. Yeah. And when your spirit leaves you, your body collapses. It folds on itself. It folds on you. But not like a Rancho Relaxo no, wallet vibe. Fold. No, not, no, no. Not like that sort of wallet. Not like a, good a bad fold. wallet. No, really bad fold. A really bad fold. Collapse to the ground. You know what? That one as well. It's like, I don't care about the licks. Sometimes I do. They, this one, it's like, you don't even lick me all you want. That moment was all the pain that I'm, like, I'm full of pain now. No licks, every lick's just going to bounce I off don't, me. Mate, I what, don't give a fuck. That was the most painful moment I've had in rugby league for a very, very long time. Lick off a dribbler's back, you yeah. know what I mean? I'm not going to feel that one. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just not going to feel that one. No. I've lived. I've, I've lived through that. I've lived through that. I had to live through that. It was good eyes up. Telling Dior to film it. I don't know if that was your idea or if Dior's idea. I don't know. I have no Who recollection, knows? dude. Dave was filming us. But Dave was filming us. More in anticipation, I think, for a famous win. 
to be honest, I don't think Dave would have been filming us in anticipation of a win. Well, I don't think he'd want to document that. I think Dave was like, Look, I see I'm, something coming I think maybe here. that's what I might have told you I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Really inside, I was like, I cannot wait for Valentine Holmes to pick up a loose ball and win the game. Yeah, it that one that one's like was particularly hard to stomach. Can I put a can I spin this? Of course you can. Can I put some spin on this? Well, we're gonna have to. We just we've we've gone down to rock bottom mm. and we're mellowing here, but now it's about like climbing spin out. It. Let's climb spin it out. It. Let's climb out. I personally think that Manly Turboless uh it basically took what clearly is a curse of some note to stop us from beating a premiership contender. We won that game, save for the the greatest curse we've currently come to know in rugby league history. Put it this way, Tom. Were we the better side? Yes. Yes, we were. For 72 minutes, we were the better side. 75. 75, until the curse kicked in in earnest. We were the better side. We paid better footy. We paid footy in that game. Like it or lump it, dickheads, that could win you a comp. Yeah. That's a fact. If you look at some of that footy play, it was top tier, top echelon. If you watch, well, you, you watch until the 72nd <coughs> minute, that's great footy. Now, yeah, don't worry. We know it's an 80 minute game, plus extra time if you're drawn. But the curse did kick in when it kicked in. So it's a loss. We take it. It was painful. It will. Follow me for the rest of my days. A piece of me is left at Brookvale that night or actually in the Bells pub on the floor with that Queenslander chick screaming into my ear that I'm fucking not a manly man, (laughs) which was fair at the time because we were lipping up hard to her and it all went to shit. But a piece of me died that day. We did lose, but I actually think there's more positives to take out with the negatives and that's basically that we're better than the Cowboys. We are. We are better than Cowboys. And even Cowboys fans would admit that. Yeah. Now, the curse got us in the last five minutes. But you have to admit, punters and dribblers, you have to admit that letting in three tries under those circumstances in the way it happened, you've got to admit that that has curse written all over it. You have to admit that. You can't see that and think, you have oh, that's, to admit just, that. that's just a normal way of rugby league going, no, dude, that's curse city. Curse City. Is there an Indiana Jones and the Lost Curse or something? Or the it... Curse of the Crystal Skull? Yeah, probably. Is Surely there's an Indiana Jones and the Curse of the Rugby League side. Yeah. Surely there is. And the, well, Indiana Jones and the Curse of the Manly Seagulls. Uh, there's a book, Indiana Jones and the Curse of the Horror <laughs> Island. No, the Curse of the Manly Seagulls. I think you misread Curse that. of the Peninsula. Similar. Island, Peninsula. Yep. Yep. Look, I'm going to appropriate it. Curse of the Manly Seagulls. We are cursed. We know that Tom and I now have to... Go back to the drawing board, re-like, cursed. Well, we almost need to go into the forest, dude, and start talking to the mystics and going, mm. what's going on here? What what's this going to take? Yeah. Because we've tried to do we've tried to do a, a purge. We did a sage session. Then we thought that the curse was broken when we humped the warriors. That may have just been a false dawn because they're so shit. We tried to purge. Didn't work. Didn't work. Hasn't worked. There's still clearly something going on. Seb of About Even fame has said to us on several occasions that he thinks what this requires is the boiling of something. Yeah. He's a big boiler guy. He's yeah. like a cauldron guy. He's a cauldron guy. He loves cauldrons. Maybe loves- we need one of those shit black jerseys from the Manly, you know, and we need to boil that thing. Do we need to, 
have you seen that there's another jersey? I didn't want to. Didn't I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to talk. <laughs> there about is another did, jersey. Yeah, though. I know. I don't. What wanna, is that? I don't know, dude. I don't want to talk about it. Obviously, we love the club, but you know, their their penchant for fucking odd jerseys is starting to wear thin with me, <laughs> and I don't think we need to draw any attention to it. Um, but maybe a a good boil is what we are lacking. I think so. You know, with the fire bubble, cauldron bubble, or something. Fire bubble and cauldron and bubble. A Harry Potter reference. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. It's boil like and trouble. Yeah, bubble, bubble, trouble. bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Yep. It's Nailed a it. uh, it's a rhyming couplet from Macbeth. So. Well, yeah. Look, sorry that I'm fucking bringing Shakespeare to you, people. Yeah. Double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn, and cauldron, cauldron bubble. bubble. Yeah. There you go. That's so. from Macbeth? That is from Macbeth. Yeah. Macbeth didn't end well. I don't think many Not of Not for Macbeth did. it did. No. Didn't? <laughs> Macbeth. Is, was Macbeth considered a tragedy? We do not want to align ourselves with, with Macbeth. Macbeth. No, we don't. Dude, no way. How's Macbeth wrap up again? Dude, Someone? Macbeth wraps up horribly. Yeah, doesn't bro. Macbeth's wife like kill him or some shit? I think they both go mad, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so no. Is Macbeth the one where he goes crazy and kills everyone so he can become king? No, no, no. He doesn't go crazy. He kills. No, but he hallucinates. No, 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 no. He kills the king to become king. Yeah. And that in turn fucks him up. Right. No, I don't see. I, I don't see any similarities between Macbeth and the man issue. No, no. I just got to make that super clear, patently clear. No connection. Uh, fuck Macbeth, actually. Fuck Macbeth, <laughs> dude. No aligned whatsoever. Not um, the same thing. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. So where to now? Like, I don't think we've got the greatest run. I think it's a buy, it's a buy around this weekend, though, yeah. isn't it? So we can go back and just fucking. I think a lot of I think a lot of guys need to probably just go into a dark room for a week. Dark room stuff. Head in the pillow. Cry. Reflect. Cry. Reflect. And then, uh, yep. do you know who Manly have got after? Yeah, I I've, I think that was yeah. As in Thursday week. Yeah. As in the next game of NRL football to be played. Yeah, as in Thursday week, I've got a pretty good idea. Where is that being played? That is on the aforementioned Cursed Peninsula. At Four Curse Park. Curse Vale. Yeah, so that's against the Panthers, right? That's against Storm. No, it's against Storm. Oh, it's against the Storm. Yes. Oh, I like our chances against the Storm. So do I. <laughs> I do, the Panthers, not so much, but the Storm, I'm fucking... We can get the Storm. We can get them done easy. Um, probably do a live stream for that as well so you can see us fucking get our hearts broken again. <laughs> um, cool. So that's manly, you know? That's manly. I think we leave that there just personally. Um, I think so. I don't really give a fuck about the rest of the weekend, though. Just <laughs> go through the results because I probably don't even remember them. Um, Newcastle lost. Rabbitohs lost, love that. Manly lost, hate that. Storm won, predicted that. Sharks won, shit game, but predicted it. Obviously, the Panthers pumped the Warriors. Eels, Roosters, poor old Tommy Tobler missed out on a big, fat, juicy fucking same game. Multi sucked in Tobler. Raiders beat the Knights. That's a heartbreaker for the Knights. Sucked in the Knights. Did you watch the end of that game? Yeah, dude, I did. I did. It was good. Shout out to Hudson Young. He's a good player. And then the Dogs beat the Tigers. We all predicted that. Tigers now in real shitsville. 
Dude, those knuckles that those like knuckle balls that Burton puts up are fucking the bombs. Yeah, they're are huge. So good, dude. Have the Bulldogs gone on a three game win streak since two. Barrett left, or is it two game win streak? No, it's th- two at the moment. I think two, but they also like they they said some stats. The first time they've scored thirty points two games in a row since like twenty fourteen or twenty sixteen or something. Dude, is Mick Potter like? Is I don't know. Is Mick Potter good or is Trent Barrett like bad? Or both. Both can be true. I don't I don't know. That's the long and the short of it, punters and jubblers, is I have no idea. Mm. Zero idea. Dude, 18, 30, 18 was their first one against Penrith. That's not bad, right? Like for the dogs, you expect them to get humped to death by the Panthers. 30 to 18, not bad. Although I think that was it Panthers was, without, had a lot yeah, of players without out, origin didn't players. Yeah, fair call. Then they pound the Eels and then... Fucking pound the Tigers. It was a bloodbath yesterday for the Tigers. A bloodbath. Yep. Can you get the ladder up? Mm-hmm. Because we would have... Do you want to hear something else? Scott we'd be in the eight if we'd won. The Dragons are in the eight? Yeah, but I mean, like, again, the Dragons don't scare anyone. I love that the Roosters are out of the eight. That's nice. Go to the bottom. Titans... One win above, one bin below. Warriors, one win above the Titans. And I tell you what, Rain Man's prediction some months ago that the Warriors are a good price to win the spoon. You could get like... Third, I 26, I think it was at the time. Unbelievable. Mm. It's now looking like, oh shit, that might have been a good bet. Yeah. They've got to get below the Titans who are, you know, doing their fucking utmost to remain rooted to the bottom of the table. But... Not a bad bet at no, all. Not a bad bet. I will say this, Tom. Seeing the Roosters fall outside the A turns me on. Yep. It's a silver lining. It turns me on. I Because i got to tell you, Roosters fans, your side's pretty fucking good. Yeah. And, you and the fact were... that you're coming ninth is deplorable. Dude, Suwali, though. Suwali, like, he's the truth. He's the truth. He's the absolute truth. He doesn't tell Porky. No, nah, dude. He's the truth. He is so good. And he gets better every week. You're like, this, he's 18. Eddie, he's 18 years young. Yeah. Uh, Not 18 years old. No, 18 years young. young. And getting better every week. Really good looking dude. Not that it's important, but it, it helps. Big, strong. Tom, big, can I tell you something? Takes a tough carry, chips for himself to score Do a try. Do you think it hurts that he's got Adonis about him? Do you no. think that hurts? I'd like to see him with his shirt off a bit more, post-game even, or just in the sheds. No. I haven't seen enough of it. Look, I'd like to see... Look, if... if we don't get an if we don't get shed work, which is what I'd like. I need a bit more shed. Then I'm gonna. Need, I need a calendar. Yep. I need like young hot Adonis's in the in the NRL. Um, I tell you what, if I we, wouldn't even mind a Sawali calendar. Yeah. Just different looks. Yeah. For different seasons. So it doesn't even have to be like obviously shirtless, but you know. Well, I think shirtless in the summer months. Coming into spring, he starts to show a bit more ab. But I think even Or do you like, want the whole thing shirtless? Well, I think winter, he's got a fur coat on, but it's open and there's a shirt underneath. <laughs> and then, you know, spring, he is maybe in... A meadow? Well, he's in a meadow and he's starting to Is he to wear pruning some, roses? But he's wearing shirt maybe off? some shorts or some loose pants, like some light... No, I think light fluffy pants. Light linen pants? Light linen pants, shirt off. Oh, no, shirt open. Linen shirt matching open. open. Then summer, summer, Dickies. Dickies. That's it. Yeah. And then autumn, I don't know, may, maybe for no other reason than it's hot, 
He's got some fire engine, like he's got some fireman overalls on. See what else we could do? Autumn. What happens? Just f- what, just ha- what happens in autumn? Uh, deciduous trees lose their leaves. Correct. And what what uh, populates the ground in autumn? Leaf cover. Leaf cover. Yeah. Leaf cover. Yeah. So what we do is we rake up a bunch of leaves. You have him laying in a pile of leaves, completely nude, just leaves covering the hog. Yeah. And obviously shirtless. Yeah. Well, obviously shirtless because he's naked. Yeah, correct. So, goes without saying. But I just always, I just thought it was worth reiterating shirtless. So, like a suwali in a pile. Suwali in a pile of leaves. Yeah. Autumn suwali. <laughs> Fall suwali. Yeah, well, fall's American. He's I autumn. know. It's autumn. But we, obviously, we're selling into the U.S. Oh, it was true. We are trying to crack the U.S. market. The NRL, like, oh, let's take Manly South over there. Let's get a suwali calendar going. Let's do it. Or make him play shirtless. I don't know. Anyway, not important. Not That's important. That's rugby league. Shout out to KO. We appreciate your support. If you want to watch the NRL, watch it on KO. Why the fuck would you watch it anywhere else? Anywhere else? Make smart decisions. Make smart decisions. Make smart decisions. Keep the decisions smart, punters, dribblers. That's all we're asking. So State of Origin teams have been named. I think Queensland have made two changes uh, <laughs> that were basically forced through injury. To Alangi on the wing for... Coates. Coates. And then who's come in for... Is a dry arrow in for... Yeah. In for Cotter. Cotter. Yeah. Bench then is ev- the same? Yeah, uh, bench is yeah. the same. Everything's the same. Is Nanai fit? Or was he just in the squad? Yeah, Nanai's in. He's 17. Yeah. Th- when did I... Why did I think he was injured? Because he got injured in game one. But he's okay. But he's fine. That's right. Yeah. Sometimes you can roll an ankle and think that it's literally broken. And then it's like, oh, no, it just hurt. Now, on the flip side of things, punters and dribblers, the New South Wales side... have made 50 million changes. Seven, to be specific. Yep. Which seems like a lot. Listen. Now, I've been listening to a lot of feel-good rhetoric. Yep. Whether it be on Six Tackles with Gus or 100% Footy. Or on Twitter. And also, having listened to Stories of Origin, I feel like I've got a sense for Phil now. Yeah. He was of the opinion that it was fucking way closer than people are making out and that wholesale changes weren't necessary. Now, we've had to make a couple for various reasons, but seven seems like a lot. Seven seems like a lot. Now, we start any New South Wales chat with IFWT and Freddie we trust. Um, I think the changes he's made, this is personal preference here, some of the inclusions I would have liked to have seen game one. Yes, now, Jake Chaboyevich off the top. I'm like, that motherfucker is literally built for origin. Yeah, hard like, work. That is, that is like, he will not fucking let you down. He can play up front. He can play in the back, at back row. He can... He can ball play. He can ball play. He can come off the bench. And he just... He's a fucking toiler, and he sets the fucking tone. Yeah. And I just felt like leaving a motherfucker like him out. Like, you hear about all this Queensland spirit shit. Like, you want guys to just do a fucking job. They don't want recognition. They just go out there and fucking do the damn thing. Like a cotter. Like what Billy said, Ruben Cotter is Queensland. Jake Trevor is New New South South Wales. Wales. That's what we were saying. But I was like trying to... I was Look, you and I got hot under the collar when he was left out the first time. And this is not just as a manly man. This is literally just like calling it as I fucking goddamn see it. Yeah, nothing to do with manly. And I'm like, you don't leave a motherfucker like that out. Mm. Who's literally never put a foot wrong in origin. You just don't do that. No. And I, I said the same of Angus Crichton. Now, he may be a dear friend, but it doesn't change how I feel. He might be someone that we catch up with for fucking breakfast, lunches and dinners regularly... But sure. that's not the point. Sure, we go to each other's fucking houses for, for Christmas. 
that's not important. Yeah, sure, dude. Is he a fucking godfather to both my children? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is this. Would that motherfucker, all six foot four of him and 110 kilos. 120 and kilos. 130 kilos. 135, 40 absolute kilos. absolute raw 5% body fat muscle. Yeah, raw muscle, motor. dude. Marbled with an inch of its life. Yeah, like liver king shit. Yes, dude. Like liver king, bruh. That motherfucker in blue representing his state, his people, he's not going to let you down. Now, his admission, I also found surprising. Omission. Omission. I found surprising. Good news, punters and dribblers. Great news. Good news, great news. Delicious news. Both are back. Can I... Uh, okay, so just... Can we just... So I'm pumped yeah, out yeah. the gates about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just go through the team. So obviously, Teddy, fullback. Matty Burton into the centres and Stags dropped. I will just say this. Stags being dropped for Matt Burton, I don't personally think Stags, and again, I could be wrong and I may be misremembering, I don't remember Stags having a particularly bad game. He did get injured and go off. He didn't get into the game as much as you would like, potentially. But have you heard why they brought him in? Burton in? Yeah. No. Basically, the uh, what I read was that they're has clearly been some sort of discussion around the fact that Cleary got kick pressured out the fucking ass in game one. And if you've got another motherfucker like Burton uh, who can put up the pure bomb. Okay. The pure bomb. The pure bomb. The pure bomb. Yeah, no, a bomb's bomb. A bomb's bomb. A yeah. bomb that bombs look at and go, bruh, that's a bomb. Well, it's the best bomb in the comp. If you want to, if that's the thing, right? Now the kick pressure's relieved because you got the best bomb in the comp sitting there going, I'm free. Because you can't kick pressure both of them. No. That's my understanding. And off the back of that, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. The BBITC. Correct. See, now that makes sense to me. Are you with me now? I'm w well, I'm with, I'm with Freddie now. <laughs> yeah. Because the Stags thing, I was a bit like, well, that just to me seems a bit like mean-spirited. If Staggs is the best for game one, how the fuck is Matt Burton now better for game two? But now I get it, BBITC. Yep. That's all good. We move on. So we've now got BBITC and Crichton. Yep. Not Angus, but Stephen. Yep. In the centres. I'm right. cool with that. And you know what? I like Crichton getting a crack at starting. Well, he's a thoroughbred. But it's like, let's <coughs> give him a crack at starting because off the bench was stupid. Yes. And I think as a nation and then more granularly as a state, we all thought it was stupid. Yes. But in Freddie we trust, so whatever. That's right. You've also now got in Burton a bloke that can play almost anywhere in the back line. And in the halves if he needs to. And in the halves if he needs to. And then you've got in Crichton someone that can play anywhere in the back row. And it, yeah. I mean, he'd do a job in the back row, wouldn't he? Stephen. If you had to. Yeah, well, if you had to, yeah. Like if you had to. If you had to, <laughs> you could do it. Yeah. We now move into the forwards. Campbell Gillard. Ryan Madison. And then in we bring Jakey Turbo. And, and AC. <laughs> now Jack Whiten, COVID. <laughs> Sappy Caruso. Um, I'm pumped for Appy. I like the Appy I move. I like the Appy thing. You know what? Let's fucking meet Queensland at their own goddamn yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Do you oh, want to play that have game? a little fucking dummy half coming on? Sweet, bro. If you want a guy to fucking scoot, scoot, scoot around the park. You we mean a boot scoot. scooting baby? We've now got a boot scooting baby coming off the bench. And I can promise you right now. Um, Appy? 
Cook. Start nine. Cook. Cook. I want to. I want to see him work himself into a stupor. Dude, I don't know what a no. stupor is. Dave's going to find out. But I want it. I don't. I want him working himself into one. I want the him, way that Ben Hunt worked yeah. himself into one in game one. He worked himself into one of the great stupors all time. And then it's Harry important. Grant comes on after Ben Hunt is all stupid out. Yeah. And stupors puts, himself. And stupors himself, but is able to finesse the rock. Well, then Ben is, Hunt but comes Abby back come, on. But you after, see Abby on the weekend, just boot, scooting, baby. Yeah. Pick it up, scoot, boot, scooting, baby. baby. Driving, driving me, me crazy. crazy. <laughs> I want him to drive Queensland crazy. Yeah. That boot, scooting, baby. Yeah, that boot, Drive baby. them's crazy. Boot, That's what baby, I want. driving Queensland crazy. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Um, stupor, you had it right. A state of near unconsciousness or insensibility. That's what we need. We need stupor from our fucking dummy halves. I need Cook to to literally work himself into the greatest stupor the state's ever seen. Yeah, that's what I need. Because we go to Perth with our fucking backs against the wall, needing a W to set up to set up a showdown at SunCorp that Tom and I will be at. But not not only that, where we can. Reimagine 2005, but in a 2022 context, mm. where we go up there and get a big, big W. Yeah, and not to be confused with Big W, the outlet store, which I believe stands for Big Warehouse, but I could be wrong, and I may have made that up. You know what? And you, in fact, I probably did. No, I don't think you did. Or is it Big W is in like Big Win? Can I? Can I just? No, it's actually because it's owned by Woolworths, so the W is like the W from Woolworths. Wow. Big Woolworths. Oh, yeah. under so our very So it's a big noses. Woolies, but it's not a big Woolies. Well, it's not a Woolies because Woolies is a supermarket. What I want to know is, and I just Freddie's confusing me though, and and, and in Freddie we trust. I just want to make sure that everyone knows that. Well, I'd be concerned if you weren't making that known. But I don't understand. Why Victor Radley has been rushed in after he's been out for a couple of weeks? Now no one's de- no one's fucking hornier for Victor generally than I am. But if you're talking about like, oh, we need to get is Victor out. just in the squad? Yeah, just in the squad. Also, Talakai of Thickness Cubed on the bench in favour of. But they haven't picked that well, hang on. bench yet. They Where's Liam like Martin then? Liam Starting Tarek. The and Liam Martin. And no disrespect to Tarek, but that's how much you were out was that I forgot you were even in. We haven't talked about him. He actually, and this is no offense, hasn't crossed my mind this morning. No, neither. I Until the, then. It was like, how the well, fuck I saw the signs last night. I'm like, there you go. Completely, completely skipped my mind until yeah. this morning. So, Tariq, so, Talico. Now, what I'm confused by firstly is what the fuck's Radley doing in there? And cool, I get it. He's Experience. good. Right, so it's more just about getting around the... Well, it's like when Suwali was in there. Okay, if that's what it is, but it's like he's been rushed in. I don't think he's been rushed in at all. I think it's like you will be in this setup in some capacity yeah. moving forward. We just want you to know the system. And even still, Freddie may be looking at it like this, Thomas. With the way the rugby league goes, with the way that injuries happen all the fucking time, maybe it's best that Victor gets around the boys, learns the systems, gets a feel for things, Thomas, should he be required mm. in a decider. Does that make sense? Yep. Can I, can I tell you something that got me as hard as a blood diamond in this build-up to State of Origin? Blood diamond's known to be... As hard as they come. Right. Sifatalakai of Tongan heritage or Tongan descent, mm-hmm. 
I believe, came out in the media this week. Didn't call Freddie directly. He just, like, came out in the media and was like, Freddie's got my number. I'm Tong and Shaw, but I'm a fucking Australian first, and I'm New South Wales first, and that's what I want to do. So, Freddie, come at me, bruh. And I like that because... Obviously, you know, like if you're not picked for Origin, he can go and represent Tonga, uh, which is the place of his heritage. But I like that he's like, no, nah, dude, like I'm Australian and I'm a New South Welshman first. Obviously, I got Tongan heritage, but I was born here, bruh. This is what I'm about. It brings a tear to the white. Now, you couldn't go a on. A blue tear. You could go on for some time about how ridiculous it is that these things cross over. It's the dumbest thing ever. And yeah. then I think in the fullness of time, they will no longer cross over. I, hope I think so. changes will be made. But seeing a proud New South Welshman want to represent the state brings a tear to, to the eye, no doubt about it. I think I see him, Tom, just like if I'm just like the eyeball test, I see him being an absolute handful. Well, you want to talk about a utility. He started the season at prop. They moved to the back row and now is a centre of note. So this man can do whatever the fuck he wants. And he's just going to come in and wrecking ball people. Miley Cyrus. Come in like a wrecking ball. Dude, he's Miley Cyrus. Shout out to Miley. Well, no, shout out to Talakai, who's our Miley Cyrus. He's Australia's Miley Cyrus. Yes. Shout out to Talakai. Australia's Miley Cyrus. Yep. Payne's still there. Nico's still in the squad. Nico, I mean, I don't know who he's got to suck. Jordan McLean. Mm-hmm. He won't be – he's not in the side, though, right? He's a backup front rower. Well, they haven't named, like, the lineup yet. No, but I think squad. people are sort of – Yeah, people get it. I think that what we've named as the side is the side. Yeah. Now, I could be wrong. And it Rarely be, are we, though. Rarely am I wrong, but it wouldn't be the first time I have been wrong. I've, Just know that. No. Might be. I can't recall the last time I was wrong, but, mm, like, I'm but, sure I have been. Yeah. You're so humble – that you're prepared to acknowledge that there may have been a time in the past where you're wrong, but you just don't remember it. <laughs> exactly. Um, that what does what does Josh Adokar have to do oh, to get? Here we go. Inside. Hello. Hey, what? Uh, what's, well, it for? what's the address? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. it's right there. It's working. Thank you. Who's that? What's that for? Who's that? No Presents. Idea. It's working. Uh, that is working. Do we do an unboxing on it? No. Mm. Nah. Nah. Who we don't know what, what it is. is. What would that be? I don't know. That's oh, well. I don't want to But it worked. It does work. Dude, the sign on the door works. Puns and dribblers, it works. It works. Now, where were we? Lost. I'm humble. That's right. I'm mm. a humble guy. Yeah, we're humble. You're humble. We're humble. Humble guy that just, you know, unknowingly pushes in lines in the fucking car park. But yeah. humble. And then gets in a fight. <laughs> New South Wales. New South Wales. New South Wales. I have got to tell you, Tom, I love the makeup of the side. Yeah, it's it's a fucking... Listen, a lot of changes. Freddie was like... but this, Fre- Freddie goes, this is a side, we picked this side, we've got to win this game, we picked a side to win the game. And I'm like, in terms of, like, you know, stupid rugby leagueisms, what the fuck were you doing in game one? I can I be honest, Tom, and this is just my feeling on it. Mm. And this is definitely not a shot at Freddie, a thirty-game veteran for New South Wales who could argue no one loves a state more than him. It's not about this. Mm. 
I think he may have got a bit too cute with it. With it. You know what I mean? Yeah, too cute with it. I, I don't even think the with it's necessary, but I follow you. I know what you mean. Far too cute with it. <laughs> because if you want to win the game, why wouldn't you bring in New South Wales winners? Mm. People that w- know how to win. Like, oh, you know, I'm just picking players in form. To the- no, brah. Like, pick if players anyone that taught- are fucking but, good but, and have done you know it before. A, but you know what's annoying about it, Tom? Is that Queensland literally, during their fucking Eight 11 in 12, handed New South Wales the blueprint. Like, this is how you do it. You fucking, you, if, um, if motherfuckers win, you just keep picking them. Mm. Unless they fall so violently out of form, it's just disgraceful. Now, you could argue he did that with Tarek and shit, but like... Tarek not... Tarek was there for one series. Listen, like, Jake and AC have been there in the fucking fires before. Tarek was brought in, I believe, last year to replace, year to replace someone else. Yeah. And it was like he played well, and he did. And I was happy with Tarek being included, but... In, but if you're going to leave Jake out, then I'm not happy with Tarek being included. Or if you're going to leave AC out, then I'm not happy with Tarek. Because it's like, these motherfuckers have actually been there and done it for a long time, or at least for a period of time. Tarek had a good series. And no disrespect to Mad- Madison of fame or Campbell Gillard of fame. But, I mean, didn't blow dicks off. No. Madison blew no dicks off. Blew no dicks off. No, dicks weren't blown off. And then Campbell Gillard, I don't recall having my dick blown off by him at all either. And then you go and lose to the fucking Bulldogs. Like, what are you going to do, you know? Look, I just think that... that, Look, I, I like this side because there's some familiar faces. Faces that are familiar. Familiar faces. Okay, yep. And that's what makes me feel nice. Familia. Yeah. That's what makes me feel nice. La familia faces. La familia. We've also got... Faces that are family. We've also got a boot scooting baby coming off the bench. Who's driving Queensland crazy. Yeah. And sometimes I prefer to have a boot scooting baby coming off the bench at 14 than I do a guy that can cover all positions just in case. Like, you can move motherfuckers around. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Happy could probably throw a seven on his back as well. I'm pretty sure he has in the past. Probably. Pretty sure he has in the past. Seven, six... Hooker. Five, four, three, three two, two, one. Baby, he could put the one on, no problem. Burton can fucking play over the park. Stephen Cry can play over the park. You've got Talakai who can play over the park. Jakey. Play over the park. So we've got blokes who can play all over the park. Yeah. And it's and it's it's now not a park-based issue for me. No, 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 it's not. We've got p- players all over the park. But we have players that know how to win shields. That's what I like. If you don't think that that squad isn't going to be hotter and hornier with the inclusion of Drake Trebojevic. You don't fucking get rugby league football. You just don't get it. That motherfucker is going to he's going to put hairs on chests. Yep. He's going to put hairs on chests, Tom. It's as simple as that. Now, an omission, a notable omission, uh, Adokar has been left out once more. I get it. I get it. I want this to happen, though, Tom. If you've got a boy that likes getting aerial... Get him aerial. Get him aerial. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like aerial out of the fucking... The Mermaid show. Not aerial Hawani. No. As in aerial off the Little Mermaid. Is she aerial or is she Ariel? Maybe she's Ariel. In which case... 
because not she applicable. also well she was also water based. She didn't. But get she aerial. could get up. Like if she needed to. Well, she got get, out of the ocean and up. She get aerial so, though, or she just get get fucking dude, she terrestrial. Got, she got she she got terrestrial. She got in the land. Yeah. But we need then a, <laughs> we need then aerial. So I'm wondering, could she f- swim out of the water real like? Who knows? Like a shark. Look, a lot of what ifs. Just like there are a lot of what ifs around what could have been had we gone aerial Listen, game one. Nathan, I Nathan knows what he needs to do. I hope to see a, a, a big improvement from Nathan in game two, and I do like that we've got you know I can't remember what the acronym was for Burton, but it worked. Uh, EBTIGC, something like that. Whatever. Well, it'll come back to me when I watch the tape. But I just, Nath needs to put the state in his back. He does. He does. That's what your halves do. He needs to put the state in his back. Sorry. Joey came out and was like, Nathan had nothing to fucking do. I was like, Joey, I love you. And obviously I can't argue with you because you're Joey Johns. But Nath needs to put the state in his back. He needs to put the state on his back. Mm. He does. Am I arguing with Andrew Johns? No. I'm just saying that Nathan the best halfback in the competition needs to put the state on his back. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. i tell you what else needs to happen, Tom. The team needs to be sat down, all right, and have a stern talking to, a stern talking to, whereby each of them are looked in the fucking eyes and told very clearly and with absolute certainty if you buy one of Munster's outrageous dummies to no one, you will be shot. Yeah, no, you'll be shot. And it's I, like, I on don't... On the sideline. Shot on sight, yeah. Tom. And then a fucking, like, horses at the race course, you just put up a black sheep, uh, sheet and the body will be removed. I'm, I'm that, I'm no, that no, no, serious that's, about yeah, this. Yeah, no, you get shot. If you buy one of his outrageous dummies to no one, shot on sight. Yep. I don't know, how else do you fucking get it through their skulls that the dummy to no one is literally a dummy to no one? No, no, it's fair. It's fair. And, you know, some people might think that's an extreme uh, course of action. Is it extreme after what he's done to us in the past? No, it's not. It's not. I don't think so. It's not. Now... He's literally won series before by himself, so I don't think it's like. I, am I being too serious? No, you're not. You take. I don't the, think I'm being too serious. You're being the appropriate level of serious, Edward, and I respect you for it. You know I do. There will be a high-powered rifle on the sideline, and there'll be a plastic sheet already erected, so you can see the fucking thing. Believe me, you know that thing's there. And if you get sold a dummy, then a trainer's coming on. They're doing a concussion sub, but it's not. They're going to tap their head and they're like, what are you doing? Are oh, they going to go and put a bullet in uh, one of the New South Wales players' heads because he was sold a dummy to no one? <laughs> it had to be said. It had to be said. Listen, this is, uh, I'm pretty sure Dominic Perrottet. This is a high stakes business. This is, but this is, uh, this is uh, from the tippity top of the state. This is origin. Talking origin here, Tom. Origin's been But talked. it's a government official is what I'm saying who's going to be sent down with the weapon. They're like trained killers. Yes. And it is what it is. It is what it is. So, look, you've been told. You've been taught. You've been told. No, no. Uh, is that origin? I think so. Fuck Queensland. Go the Blues. say that. Go the Blues. Go the Blues. Well, 13 plus. We're going to do a live stream for it. So, there's that. You can watch us fucking celebrate. Live stream. Hello Sport YouTube. Watch us celebrate. Watch us celebrate. Watch us basking in glory. Yep. Or. No, no, no. Basking glory. Like a basking shark. 
but in glory. I was going to say, oh, if you're not into that, oh, you can go and fuck yourself. Yeah, good. I thought that's what you were going to say. Uh, go fuck yourself if you don't like that. <laughs> so this has just been adding, we're just adding this to the end of our origin chat, punters, dribblers. And Coruscant to start the game, Cook to the bench. Jake starting. Jake to start the game. I will ask you this, Eddie. They've Firstly, started Jake before. No, no, I know. I'm just saying, I think that the cook to the bench is a slow progression of cook out of the side. That's tinfoil hat. Um, Jake to start, again, it just puts into like perspective. They're like, well, what? so he wasn't even good enough to make the side for game one. And now he's starting the game. Jake? Yeah. He wasn't good enough to make the fucking extended squad for game one. He just, I think just, I, I look from an outsider looking in, I think it's just. Is it Freddie just being man enough to own yeah, his mistakes? He's just man enough to own your mistakes. You start Jake, he takes the sting out of the game, tackles anything that moves, and then Junior comes on and rips and tears. Like takes souls in that, you know mm. what I mean? Takes souls in that. And then with Because the, Jake started before in games we've won, Dior. Don't know if that's true. No, nah, it's definitely probably. started. And, and I then um, won. in the Queensland side, mm, is there anything untoward about that? Lindsay Collins, did he start last game? Nah, something must have changed. No. So Lindsay Collins is starting. Tino's been moved to 13. Jai Arrow on the bench. And then the rest of the bench is normal. Uh, but so, yeah, New South Wales bench, Cook, Crichton, Paulo, Talakai. Appy starting at nine. I like it. Well, well, well. Anyway, that's Origin. That's Origin, baby. Edward. Thomas. Before we get into the dribbles, a couple of things. Um, mm-hmm. Firstly, friend of the show and potentially one of the hottest men in television, Tony Armstrong won a Logie last night, and I just wanted to shout him out. Never met him personally, but, you know, he dribbles in our DMs every once in a while, and I just saw him on stage. I'm like, that's a fucking sexy man in the prime of his life. Look, we celebrate sexy men on this podcast, Tom. It's as simple as that. Yep. If you're sexy, you know, clap your hands, you know what I mean? And he was clapping, bro. <laughs> he, was clapping. he was clapping. He was clapping, bro. <laughs> if you're sexy and you know it, clap <laughs> your hands. <laughs> that wasn't me doing it. That was Tony. That was, yeah, that was clapping for Tony. Clapping for Tony. Um, but I did want to shout out our good friends at Brown Cardigan. Now, some of you may have seen that Brown Cardigan um, released a line of merch, Manly Minus 13, and it was like a fuck Manly, fuck you, fucking Manly, da 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 not a big punter, it would seem. No, not a big bird guy. Not a big bird guy. Because the bird used was a canary. Well, it wasn't the correct bird. Which? It was already the starting that was wrong. It's not a great start. He's not... Uh, what, what's it called if you're a bird watcher? Uh, ornithologist. Or ornithologist. 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 Not, a, not a big ornithologist is Brown Cardigan. I don't think that's going to shock anyone. No. That Brown Cardigan, not an ornithologist. Um, like, and isn't it called shocking. like a twitcher or some shit if you go and look at birds? Not a big twitcher. Not a big twitch guy. Twitcher guy. Twitcher. Um, 
But also not a big punter because basically Manly minus 13 uh, essentially means Manly 13 plus. It does. In gambling terms. So... Got ya. Not a big ornithologist. Not, not a big, a big twitcher. Not a big punter. Fuck ya. We should have got some of those t-shirts actually because it's just Manly 13 plus. Well, exactly. I mean... If you were looking, with a dead if, canary on it, if you were looking to get a manly thirteen plus t shirt with a canary on it, that was your that was the merch for you. Yeah, that was your chance. So, in, in, and I think he might be a Tigers fan. That was what I was told by reliable sources, and, and I believe the Tigers just lost the Bulldogs. So I can understand by more than thirteen points, but by, by a fuckload. Um, by, how many was it? Was it thirty? Yeah, I was just 24. under 30. I think just a tick you under 30. Up. You always round up. You do round up. So it's 30 plus from the Bulldogs against the Tigers, which is just fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that'd hit you. It's a tough pill to swallow. That'd hit you like a fucking big old like a sledgehammer to the chest. Yeah. That'd yeah. hit you. That's that's a sledgy. Yeah, it's a sledgy. Um, yeah, I just want just to just appreciate the support, really. I appreciate the support. We appreciate the support. Uh, there's no bad feeling. There's no ill feeling. Well, it's good to have, mate. Fucking Brown Cardigan is Brown Cardigan, right? Reputation precedes him. There's no, we love. But Brown it's Cardigan. good. To, but you know, at the end, it's of just the, good to have someone as big as Brown Cardigan supporting the Manly Thirteen Plus movement. That's exactly right. That's what we're pumped about. Mm. So thank you to you, bro. Yep. Thank you to you, Tigers. You know. You know. You know. You know. You know. That's tough. You know. And you're more than welcome to come and to join the Seagulls because the Tigers. Well, it's clear to me that he's a big Manly fan because he's selling Manly 13 plus merch. Yeah. Although he got his numbers wrong, it's the same thing. Yeah. I think it was a. I think it was basically like a Freudian slip. He wanted. Yeah. I think that's what you're looking at. You're looking at this a is bloke, Freudian. This is Fro- this has got Freud written all over it, mm. dude. This is Freudian as fuck. Brown Cardigan wants to so badly be a Manly Seagulls fan. He wants to see the club win 13+. plus. He's stuck in Tiger Town trying to get out. And yeah. this is his way. This is his ticket out of Tiger Town. This is his ticket out. This is his ticket out. So I get it. I get it. I get it. We get it. We get it, dude. We get it. We get it. Should we dribble? Let's dribble. All right, let's dribble. Let's do it. If I have... 830 summer tans, I can give one summer tan to 830 people. If I have $830 million, I can give $1 million to 830 people. Simple maths never, $1 million to everybody, forever. Yeah, look, I, I forgot that we should address that. I, look... I would say this, punters and dribblers. Sometimes when you when you get wrapped up in the throes of passion, mm. like when you think your mates come up with like this genius idea and yeah. all you want to do is nut it out, mm. which is what we did, we arrived at the right conclusion. Our working was just wrong. We just forgot to carry a couple of ones and we zeros, right? Like dude, that all, happens. All, man, that, that shit happens all the time. Sometimes you just forget to carry ones and zeros. And I've seen it happen. Yeah, well, you and they got to see it happen. You've seen it. You've now at home have seen it happen. We've seen it happen. It happens. Yeah, so for those of you that maybe didn't listen to last Thursday's pod, we, did a, we had a sort of an economic uh, debate. 
don't even debate discussion. Did just we put to, that video up? Yes, we did. Um, so was, we've addressed it. Well, we've addressed it. But if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. And you're listening to you know, what the fuck's going on. We had an economic conversation that we forgot to carry some ones and zeros in. And ultimately, we our maths was slightly off. But only marginally. Every, only marginally. So it was like... Wasn't much in it. 30 million as opposed to like 30 trillion or something like that, you know. Don't make us do the maths again, but, but yeah, basically the gentleman's uh, yeah. dribble. Basically, Tom thought it would cost $30 million to give everyone a million dollars. It would actually be like maybe beyond the trillions. But that's neither here nor there. No, it's neither here nor there. I think that my heart was in the right place. You can't deny me that. That's And that's basically all that the conversation was about, yeah. is what is Tom's heart in the right place? And also, Eddie, of uh, I almost had a band six in economics. Let's not get off scot-free there. But he I did claim economics. No, 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 but your heart, was in, your heart was in the right place. It was. And I pointed out, I think, several times that I didn't get a band six. No, that's true. You did. You did say that. You I said, said it several said, times. Yeah, you did. You said you were, you were saying, I'm not a band six economist. No. But I like where your head's at. <laughs> That's all I said. That's all it because was. I, but what I meant was I like where your heart's where at. Where my heart's at. And my head and heart are very... Yeah, not, the not, not a band six anatomy person either. No, not no, too much no. in the human body. Head, heart, different places. What controls the heart? Yeah. The head. So on you Shut go. up, Dave. Yeah, why don't you go out and buy some more AstroTurf, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you for pointing that out. No, no, appreciate it. But you are, sir... You are one of a million people that pointed it out. Yeah. Um, and obviously you just didn't realise that we were talking about where our heart was at and that he isn't a band six economist. Let's move on. G'day, Tom, Eddie, D or Dave. Um, I had a pretty rough week this week. Um, my, my girlfriend broke up with me two days ago and I haven't left the couch. Um, I think to myself, what would, um, what would the boys do? And so I've watched Marley and Me. I've listened to two Billie Eilish albums. Oh, Jesus. I'm pounding curly whirlies into the core of the earth. Smart man. I just... This man's on the side. Boys, I don't know where to go from here. Stay the course. No, stay I the drowned course. myself in swimming content this week with the World Championships coming up. Oh, cool. Shout out to Tommy Neal, who unfortunately missed the team due to COVID. Love that's that Tommy. guy. He obviously loves his but, um Boys, have you got any, any other ways that I can fucking just get myself deeper into this hole that I'm in? Feel free to let me know. Mm. Yeah, have a good one. He, he sounds as flat as a fucking tack, doesn't flat he? Flat as a tack. i tell you who has been known in the past to offer a shoulder to cry on. Mm. Do you know who that is? Who? Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders will never break up with you. <laughs> never. You know one person? Do you want someone that you, you can rely on? Yeah. Through thick and thin? To be there? To be a shoulder you can cry on? Mm. To be a... Uh, well, a uh, word of reason in the yeah, year. yeah, yeah, but like also a port in the storm. Oh, he's a port in the storm. Mm. He's a lighthouse of swords. Yes, Colonel, a, a beacon of hope. Colonel, he's a, he's a beacon. He's all beacon. The colonel is all beacon. Now, and in some of my darkest moments, I turn to the colonel, and he too shall understand this gentleman. Well, it's like put your head on my shoulder, mm-hmm. and then he starts putting chippies in your mouth. Yeah. 
and, you know, some fried chicken. And you're like, oh, this Colonel, is nice. could you could you could you actually dip those chips into that potato and gravy? <laughs> <laughs> and then he does. And then he does. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> the gooch going again. No, it's, it's the ribs now. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Could you crack that Pepsi for me, Kyle? Just a wicked wink there. Yeah, just a wicked wink, thanks. <laughs> KS. <laughs> CS. Uh, KS, how do you spell Colonel? K? C. C. See, the case for Kentucky or corn colonel. <laughs> um, he's like he was a colonel, a chicken colonel, a chicken colonel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, listen, Colonel Sanders, Port One. <laughs> Don't let Chris Martin fucking slip out of this thing as well. <laughs> no, Chris Martin, he's only a phone call away, and he uh, will, and he'll he'll bury you. He'll bury in you in the right well, way. Well, because I think the important thing is that you've got to purge, much like before you get like a colonoscopy, you got to basically shit out everything inside you. You've yep. got to cry all the tears you've got. Yep, you got to cry them all. So yeah, Billy was great, want. but I actually think Coldplay <laughs> is going to be better for you because mm-hmm. Coldplay is basically just melodically singing "Cry." Like he's just trying to make you cry, so I'd be getting that India. I mean, I don't know. I mean, swimming will probably fucking. I, th- I think you can find better ways to distract yourself than the swimming, but you he know. might be looking to torture himself. Okay, but having said that, I don't mind watching swimming. I don't mind watching it, but I am just trying to work out where this guy. Unless he's a. If swimmer. it's on during the day, and you can watch the female Origin Friday night. Test matches on Saturday night, is it? And then during the day, and then Origin on Sunday, obviously. If the swimming's on during the day, that's what I'll be doing. I, yeah, good. take the week off work as well. Yep. I want to know why she broke up with you. Oh, young love, just the way it goes. Yeah, sure. But Eddie, I'm now invested in the yarn, and I want to know the nitty-gritty. I'm a goss guy. <laughs> Look, that's up to him if he wants to tell. Of course it is. There's no way of me for you. Just him. want him to know. You just want to know. I don't know that anyone could hear that man and not want to know. Sure. Look, I hope we've helped. I'm sure we have. I'm gonna go. Oh, we've helped. You know, I I was listening to the previous podcast and I I heard something very shit, very bad, and it was you were talking about the the football, the culture. Or uh, what do you like to call the soccer? And you are talking about Italia and the football. And it was absolutely shit, wrong. You know, Italia has to play France and Germany and Poland and England, you know. And, and we win. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. But, you know, we play hard teams, whereas... You know, these fuckwits in Australia, you know, they still have coffee, uh, they still have way of life. And then, you know, you know, you play like Japan and you lose. And then, you know, you think you're, you're big dogs because you beat fucking Peru, you know? Peru hasn't been good since the Incas, okay? Just no, no, shut, shut your fucking mouth about Italia, you know? Shut, shut the fuck up. 
It is not good, you know? You know, maybe sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit, but we 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 are won the the European Cup. Starting you know, we waffle. are the best clubs in the world. Accent and you know what what do you have in Australia? Timmy Cahill? You know you know you get knocked out in the group stage every fucking World Cup. Out. You know well, when the we make the World out, Cup like, we, we fucking win that shit. You know, you know, two thousand and six Campioni del Mundo. Right I'm gonna do it on time. You know? It's too long. It's so shut your long. fucking mouth, you Aussie Gronk. Okay. And it's I wonder what's I wonder what's like more offensive to Italians. What we said or that accent? You know what I mean? Like that Italian representation or us acknowledging that we're better than them at soccer. Like All we did was point out that they haven't been to the two, last two World Cups, mm. which is a fact. That is just And the that reality. we have. That's literally all we said. Mm. That was it. That that was like generally I assume an Australian dude who maybe has some Italian heritage. But like not a great deal of it. Certainly no accent. Certainly no one around him that represents Look, an Italian the, accent. The accent I think was poor. It got poor as the as the dribble went on yep. because he committed to far too long. Yeah. Like thirty, you know, maybe fifteen seconds, get in, get out. Yeah. Don't give me enough chance leaving, to realise no, how then you're leaving, now, but then You're leaving doubt then. Mm. There's doubt around. Mm. You removed all doubt the longer you went. In fairness, uh, within the first three seconds, I was like, this is complete horseshit. There's but, no... There was... I mean, like, that's that wasn't an Italian accent. That's true. I was, I was going, yeah, what accent is this guy doing? Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't tell. Well, until, we had to wait until he said Italy. Until the rhetoric started, I had no idea. Yeah, that was awful. That was absolutely awful. And I think that you've done... Far more to denigrate Italians globally, having put that out of the world. And I think that... Look, I agree. You know and that, at the end of the day, all we did was speak truth. Yeah, we speak did. Speak facts. That, that gentleman owes Italy an apology. I think so. Chad Townsend is the best half in the comp. Take that, Cherry. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Well, we've spoken at length about the game. Yeah. And now it's, it's now it's just time to sit yeah, back, and take, sit back and take your legs. And that's what we're doing. Yep. Hope you enjoyed your long lunch, you fucking losers. Take your licks, boy. Mm. Cows forever. Manly never. Beer so. Yep. Oh. Just go tag him. No, just go to tag him. Yep. Nothing hurts more than the loss itself. All you can do. Just take them licks. Take them. Just take them. Boys. That was a good one. I liked that. Nah, that was good. You it made it. me smile at least. Yeah, exactly. It brought some joy to me. Oh, dear. It does bring back painful memories. Oh, what a great sport we follow. Attention. What a ride this is. Terry Evans just started the fence. And
fucking licks, boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm taking them, buddy. That was pretty creative. Yeah, I didn't mind. It was creative. It was creative. It was creative. Looks a little more creative this week than well, usual. Well, yeah, a lot of them, they can be pure shit. <laughs> the ones that have survived the world, anyway. See your day, fuck you, you wish you were here, you fucking assholes. Kevin Ray, the supporter. Get a fucking loss. Tom and Eddie, get a fucking loss. Dude, you have every right. Was that guy Mooseheads, dude? Oh, dude, on that, the full that guy has bro. every right to be happy. The Raiders were staring down the barrel of their ninth, since the start of last year, their ninth loss conceit after having more than a double-digit lead. So they were 14-0 up against the, against the Knights, and they came back and it was 18-14. It was like, fucking hell. So if you're a Raiders fan, dude, that Hudson Young try was good, and I'm... Um, Happy for you. I don't give a fuck. Trust me, the weekend was way worse than a Raiders win. Happy for that man. Happy for you. He sounded like he was enjoying he himself. He sounded like he was enjoying himself. Like, fuck the Raiders, fuck the Knights, but you know what? I don't mind it. Although I didn't, didn't help any bets I had on. That's not the point. Dreadlock Groovely here, boys. The message in the mate is now. And uh, he said he mentioned something about natural harvest. Now, this is a collection of semen-based recipes. This is the this is the if you Google it, this is what comes up. Semen is not only nutritious, but it also has a wonderful texture and amazing cooking properties. Jesus Christ! Like fine wine and cheeses, oh. the taste of semen is complex and dynamic. Mm. You boys reckon you might get a copy? Good lord! Good lord! I don't. I mean, you, I don't, you give him a mouthpiece, and yeah, that's what they come that's, up with. I don't like that guy. Sounds African as well. Not that it has anything to do with it. But I don't I think mean, it's got any relevance. No, I think it does. Dave and the South Africans—they're <laughs> all fucking. They're a bit, you know. How you going? They're a bit. How you going? In, like, our, in like, our culture, we don't say how you going. We say how's it. How's it? Yeah, they're a bit how's it. They're a bit how's it, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Like that was a lot of semen rhetoric that I did not need on a Monday. Oh, I didn't. No, look. And, the, I, and you know what? Don't you dare ever spruik the texture of semen as something positive. It is not. It's gross as fuck. You know? I didn't think I was going to come here today and be told by a South African that there is a cookbook. The nutritional properties of semen-based recipes. No, didn't think that was going to happen. But if didn't see it in my future. But if you were going to ask me who's, if you were to have someone spruiking the benefits of semen-based cooking, who would that be? I'd say probably a South African dude, (laughs) who's also, I think, a white dude with dreads. Well, there you go. No, yeah, yeah, that's that's more a white South African dude is more where I'm coming from. With dreads. With dreads. Well, someone with well, it was always going to be someone with dreads. Yes. Well, definitely. Always. Semen-based cooking. Well, that's why he would think the texture of semen is actually really nice because he enjoys the texture of dreadlocks. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and Look, compare the texture of dreadlocks to the texture of semen. Don't no, they're not the same thing. The same I think thing. that's a relatively long bow, that's but a huge I'm prepared bow. for you to pull it back. Yeah. You can walk that back. You can walk it back. I stand by my argument. Well, okay. <laughs> there we go. Um, on we go. On we go. 
We've got to be getting close, don't we? Yeah, two more. Oh, hi, boys. Non-punting dribbler here. Uh, after many years of you guys talking about rugby league maths, I believe on Friday night we saw the first instance of rugby league players using Tom and Eddie maths. Uh, following the $30 million is a million dollars for all Australians debacle, mm. uh, I'm pretty sure Manly looked up at the clock after 72 minutes and thought, eight seconds to go here, boys. <laughs> what a shame. Calculator soon. Inshallah. Inchilla Peninchilla never. Yeah. Look, maybe they did. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. <sighs> Hard to know at this point. The jury's out. But I certainly can appreciate this young dribbler's perspective. Yeah, look, and he's entitled to it in his opinion. He's mm. entitled to his perspective. I yeah. don't agree with it. Uh, it but, is, you know, but I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks, bro. And, you, you know, it's... it's Different perspectives make up the rich tapestry of life. That's right. And it is a rich tapestry. It's rich, dude. It's fucking rich. Arguably the richest tapestry of all. Mm. It's so rich, I hate it. Exactly. It's that rich that Dave fucking wants it cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last one. No reason at all. Eddie, Tom, Dio, Dave, Tommy Tobler. Hope this day finds you well, boys. This is the wrestling dribbler here. I just wanted to point out that there's been a little bit of crossover between the world of professional wrestling and Australian sport in recent times. We've had Shawn Michaels' theme music played at a Sharkies game, Triple H's theme music played at a Panthers game, even our own boy Nikita Zoo coming out to the Undertaker's theme music. Absolutely breathtaking. But boys, it got me thinking, <clears throat> and I think I have to ask Tom of Wrestling Fanboy fame this one, which NRL player would you like to see become a professional wrestler? And which professional wrestler would you like to play in the NRL? For me, I'd like to see Brock Lesnar in the NRL just snapping cunts in half. And I've got to say, Cam Smith has an impeccable wrestling technique. So I think he makes a fine pro wrestler. So, boys, just wanted to get Tom's take on that. Other than that, Cam Smith, chicken wings never. Brock Lesnar snapping cunts forever. See you soon, boys. It's very much a Tom question. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on the Brock Lesnar coming to the NRL. And obviously I'm talking prime Brock, not fucking 45-year-old Brock Lesnar. But I think that's a pretty good one. I like Brock. Um, could also go maybe a Hulk Hogan just because he's got a bit about him. Again, this is all prime Hulk Hogan's. Andre the Giant could do a job. You know, he's not quick. He'd probably get chopped in half. But I'd just like to see someone of that size get up and down a rugby league field. In fact, he'd be awful, upon reflection. Under the giant, may he rest in peace, would be awful. He'd just get snapped. But he'd be big, and it'd be a bit of a show, you know what I mean? It'd be a bit of pizzazz. He'd probably fucking get paid like a five-year, $4 million contract or something with the Warriors. In terms of NRL players going to the WWF, WWE, knee WWF, um... Good question. Bunty Afoa's got some hair on him, and you need good hair in the NRL, uh, in the in the WWF. Bunty Afoa. What? So no one, no one without hair's ever wrestled. Well, no, Stone Cold bald as a badger. But I'm well, trying. I'm just seeing what you, you know. Just well, no, yeah, I'm just trying to think about you know what's going to get tongues or wagging, and sometimes a good head of hair is half the battle. Um, I would think maybe like 
Jack Hetherington of only knows how to tackle above the neck fame. Yeah, but he's not got much showstopper about him, Jack. Tell you what, Chad Townsend. I could see Chad, he'd be one of those little whippity guys like uh, Ray Mysterio or um, Spike Dudley. No disrespect. Um, so either Chad Townsend or Bunty Afoa, I think, is is who I'm going with there. Now, am I, am I fucking throwing shade at Chad? No. Is Spike Dudley <laughs> and Chad pretty similar? Yeah, I'd say they are in wrestling terms. Has it got anything to do with Chad beating us on the weekend? No, doesn't. Doesn't just think him and Spike Dudley are similar, so fuck off. I don't know who Spike Dudley is, but I'm getting a Spike Dudley vibe. Yeah. Pleasant drillers, you've reached the end. If you are still here, that's Spike Dudley. (laughs) (laughs) If you are still here, congratulations. Yeah. You passed the test, and there is no gifts. No, it's just a test. You passed. But that's us. Shout out to everyone for tuning in. Thanks to everyone who got the uh, New South Wales 13 Plus Jumpies. Uh, again, nice limited edition. Fuck everyone who's not the Seagulls. Uh, thanks to the sponsors. Go New South Wales. Go New Luke. South Wales. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>